0: Hey, everybody. It's the Title Nine Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by Elisa Woods. Hello, Elisa. Hello. How are, How are you? you? I'm good. How are you?
1: Good has much changed since I saw you six hours ago. Guys,
0: we did it. We saw each other in person. <laughs> we, we had hugged. lunch together. We, we hugged. Signed. We cried. Except we didn't. We laughed, though. We did we laugh. Did. We I'm sure we food. did. Yeah, Really yeah. good food. Nothing has changed in those six hours. Nothing? No, except I missed you more. I'm a brand new person.
1: Why are you a brand new person? I just have a more positive outlook on life. After seeing me?
0: Yep. Oh, that's very nice. I wish I felt the same way. Oh, well, Dana. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It was really good to see you in person. You smelled delightful. I smelled delightful? Yeah.
1: Well, that is lucky.
0: (laughs) consider myself lucky not by my own doing it's good to see your face (laughs) on zoom right now yep this is episode 77 everyone and we're going to start out the podcast like we do every week by shouting out our sponsor the college of business the ivy college of business at iowa state Elisa last week, they hosted legacy campers and they did the as the CY of legacy. Of course they did. And, um, I looked this up because the pictures were super cute. It was little kids. It's a camp, um, for kids tailored ages seven to 14 and their grandparents or other extended family members. And they try to get the young future cyclones excited about campus and what Iowa state has to offer. So it looked like they told these kids about, you know, some of the um, the sciences and then entrepreneurs and then, um, the arts and things like that. So it looks like it was a lot of fun and I kind of want to go. Wow, I could play fun. off as a seven to 14 year old, right. Or, maybe or I the could grandparent. just take my seven year old.
1: Yeah. You could be the grandparent.
0: Oh, shut up. I just felt really old. I was like, Oh my God, uh, my kids in that range. Yeah. Anyway, mine isn't. You're, you're so young and youthful. <laughs> now I need a glass of whiskey, which is perfect. Now that I'm depressed because we have to talk about our friends at the Mississippi. Company. Well, I'm sure this is going to get taken down. No. Um, I actually just talked to someone who had whiskey lemonade as their signature drink at their wedding. Oh yeah. And it made me think if I were going to do, um, you know, a, a wedding at I would do, I would totally do a whiskey drink, but I'd yeah. use Cody road, of course. Yeah. Maybe like a lavender, honey, lemon whiskey. <gasps> that sounds amazing. There's so much that you can do with whiskey. I think people have like an antiquated view of what whiskey can do and bourbon mm-hmm. can do, but there's a lot you can do if you don't want to drink it straight. And we
1: got those ice cubes that you can make into circles. You yes. Could do that.
0: Look at you. I know. You're so fancy. Mm -hmm. I've said this before, but if you're not following our friends at the Mississippi river distilling company on Twitter, you should, because their cocktails change every month and they're beautiful and look delicious. And it'd be something, if you can't get over to LeClaire or the Eastern side of the state, you could try to make it home. So check them out. We thank them for their sponsorship of the entire podcast network. All right. Alisa big 12 media days for football last week. Did you read some of the coverage from Chris? Not too much. Um, I listened a little bit in on the
1: radio and stuff, just not a bit, not a big reader over here. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) my gosh, well, (laughs) let me fill you in. There wasn't a lot on realignment that seems to have kind of cooled down a little bit, which I think is okay. Yeah. Um, but I got excited about football. You know, we heard Matt Campbell's quotes, which were very Matt Campbell-esque. Um, and I did the math and we're six Saturdays away from football. It's going to be here before we know it. Are you getting excited? Or are you trying to maintain and enjoy summer while it's here? Um,
1: I don't know. I'm a little back and forth just because the, those, that first couple games, like the first few tailgates are nice and warm and like, oh, they so are toasty, and it kind of tricks you into thinking like football season is warm.
0: Yeah. Oh, baby. It's I not, know. it's no, not, no, it's not, no, it's just, um, For whatever reason, after the 4th of July, I always feel like summer flies. And then I look at the calendar. I'm like, no, we are, we are closing in on football season. And I have mixed feelings about that because I love summer so much, but I'm really excited about this, this year. The expectations are much different than last year, which I think is not necessarily a bad thing. And I just, um, I'm ready to have some fun with a few thousand of our friends at Jack Trace stadium. I love it. Yeah. Um, and also crazy enough. That's not that far away basketball season. If you saw on Twitter the last week or so, a lot of our friends were renewing their women's basketball tickets, which mm-hmm. made me really happy. Um, I renewed them with our friend, Brooke Johnson, who's a good friend to both of us. And I just, we, that team that is coming in is going to be so much fun to watch and I'm just pumped about it. And I was got secondarily pumped about it over the weekend when the men's basketball team picked up quite the recruit in Milan, Manchovich, the six foot, eight, 205 pound, four-star forward, who chose Iowa state over Minnesota, UCLA, Michigan state, Virginia, and Louisville. So Things are all trending upward yeah. inside. And I, country. I'm pretty
1: sure I saw that they announced some of the um non-con games too. Yeah.
0: Yes, they did. That came out just a maybe like a week ago. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But Over the last week for sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's just weird to start. It feels like, I mean, we're definitely still in that dead period of not much happening, but it, we are we are closing in on these wonderful seasons that we look forward to for months and months and months. So we're getting there. Mm -hmm. Um, but Alisa and I were chatting over lunch and afterwards today. And Alisa wanted to mention, um, Alison Lacey Otzelberger because, okay, tell us, I think we mentioned this once, but she's an inductee of the hall of fame this year.
1: Yeah. So they opened registration for the hall of fame inductate inductee, inductation, induction, induction, induction. least is
0: not a reader. She just told you
1: <laughs> ceremony, <laughs> ceremony. Mooney. Um, so they opened <gasps> the, the, the- They opened up the registration and it just got me kind of excited. I love kind of like reading about everybody and like the registration to go to go. Yeah. That would be so so fun. Yeah. And so it just kind of popped up and I had read about um, the inductees earlier, but it just kind of got me re excited about it when they like opened up tickets for it. Um, I think the tickets are like $50. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So $50 each, there's like a social hour that starts at five at the end zone club, Jack Trice. Like, it's just seems like a super fun, um, event, but then I saw that smiling face of oh. our friend, Allison Lacey, Love Alison her. Otzelberg, Otzelberger Otzel Otzel- Otzel- basketball,
0: Otzelberger <laughs> basketball. Is that what it is? Otzel. Meg, Otzel we burger. need, we need your it's help. It's Burger Basketball, right? Okay. Otzel Basket Burger Ball. There it was.
1: Nailed okay. it. It's a lot. Yeah. But um, just got excited about our friend, Allison, Um, her smiling face on there. She honestly, like, I was looking at her picture from when she played. She hasn't changed that much. No. Like dropped that skincare routine. She looks great. She um, does look great. But she's also just like a super nice and interesting and fun person. And so I was reading a little bit about her. I mean, we all know her, um, her playing career. We all know, you know, she's married to this guy named TJ, who I think some of you guys know, mm-hmm. um, might coach somewhere. Yeah. I don't yeah. Somewhere that we cheer for. Um, but just like a little stroll down memory lane, she played 2006 to 2010, um, Maybe some of us were in college at that time. Maybe some of us weren't. Um, She was on multiple, all big 12 teams. At the time, she was the only player in school history to record 1500 points, 500 rebounds and 50 assists. Um, I think maybe not. I I don't want to, I don't want to say this in in case I'm wrong. So I'm just going to keep that to myself. You're not
0: going to make up a fact. No, I'm not going to make up a fact. I'm proud of you. We're crowing. I usually do make, up <laughs>
1: but not facts, when it comes to Alice and Lacey, but I will not make this one up. Um, so she was the highest WNBA draft pick in school history. She was, um, picked 10th, uh, by the Seattle storm in 2010. And I think that that still stands. I'm trying to think, uh, Bridget was second round in the twenties somewhere, maybe 19th, something like that. So I think she's still the highest WNBA draft pick in our school history. Um, She was the second cyclone in school history to ever record a triple double with 19 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds. And that was in a win over Iowa epic.
0: And I'm sure,
1: uh, 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 Iowa, I'm sure that there's been, you know, what, we beat Iowa in men's and women's basketball this year. Anyway, oh, shoot.
0: I remember that. Right. Weird. She had, um,
1: <laughs> she had three of the top 10 single game scoring marks in school history at the time. Um, and she also led the nation in assist turnover ratio for most of the season and actually ended up finishing second um, at the end of the season. She led Iowa state to four consecutive NCAA tournaments included at Ely eight is 16, all sorts of all big 12 teams, an All-American honorable mention. Um, She was part of then the third winningest senior class in school history, which, and I'm reading these facts and I'm just like, Think
0: about this this club that's playing right now. I know. I was just gonna. I was waiting for you to finish and say this. I'm gonna say the same thing. Like we are so. I did
1: too, Elisa. Look. I know. (laughs) Um. So she got. She got. Um. Almost said recruited. (laughs) She got drafted, but by the Seattle Storm, and she ended up playing for one year. Um. And they did win their second. Yeah, they won their second championship in 2010 that year. So. Um, she didn't end up coming back to the WNBA. She went on and coached Marshalltown Community College, and then, like I said, married some some guy, dude. Yeah, yeah, named TJ. Yeah. yeah, who I think is like sticks around here a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think Maybe. I've seen him. Might around. have moved out to Vegas
1: um, for a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hear he's back. Well,
0: I hope he's doing good things. <laughs> great things. Great things. It is kind of fun though. Like, I mean, you have the same reaction to seeing this registration open as I had to seeing the ticket renewal. Like it just reinvigorates you about what's to come. And, you know, I don't know. And we've talked about this a million times, but it's, we'll never say it too much. We're so lucky to have such a rich history Mm -hmm. in women's basketball at Iowa state. And she's kind of the She's one of the pillars for sure. Yeah. One yeah. of the things that I
1: just really like about the hall of fame, I just, I like the hall of fame. It's one of my favorite traditions in all of sports, just like halls of fame. Yeah. I just think that it's really interesting. And I love seeing, like seeing people that I watched in yes. different times of my life Yeah, being recognized because it's like. You know how they say you don't know that you were in like, glory the glory days, good old days, yeah. until they're done. Yeah, you know, and it's like okay, like when Allison was playing, like that was a really special time, yeah, um, for Iowa State women's basketball, and it was a time when I was a big fan. Yeah, so it's like me too, man. Like I was in the good old days, and yeah. I think that if we look back on this class right now that's playing like the the past couple of years and then the upcoming couple of years. I think that in 10, 15, 20 years we're going to look back and be like, "Oh, those were the good old days
0: too." For sure. Yeah, and it's funny. I mean, When Allison was playing, we knew she was insanely talented, but until you have the benefit of hindsight, it's hard to appreciate just how good she is was. And I think that's the same for this class now, or this group now, like, obviously we know how amazing they are, but until you sit back and can do what you just did and read off a list of their accolades, it's hard to fully appreciate what we're watching. Yeah,
1: And I think that we all think like, you know, When you look at, oh gosh, this is going to be a whole thing on Twitter, but like, when you look at the NBA, obviously like the players are getting better. When you look at the NFL, obviously the players are getting better, but there were great players. There were great teams and it's all relative. It it has to do with the teams that they, the players that they were playing against at that time, it has to do with
0: the rules that they had to follow the state of the game at that time. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, yes, like players are getting more athletic. Um, we're, we're learning more about the human body. We're learning more about analytics. You know, if we're talking about baseball, Mm -hmm. especially, um, and so the games are changing, but those good old days were still pretty darn good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were lucky to be in college at the time. (laughs) Some of us, (laughs) some of us, (laughs) um do you have the date up for when the actual induction ceremony is oh let me see if i do do you want to know how many tabs i have open first is it going to give me anxiety
1: well i'm at 10 and i'm about a third of the way through so we're gonna guess Uh... about i i did a little shopping today good for you Did you find anything i found Um, it by the way i did i bought some shorts you found it the 23rd september Yep, September 23rd and then they'll be honored at halftime at the Iowa State Baylor football game on the 24th so hopefully all the plans are made for that and hopefully we order um, we put in our order for a tent (laughs) to block the sun and I will (laughs)
0: never let that go none of us will and we shouldn't either (laughs) well congrats in advance to Allison Lacey Otzelberger we'll mention it again as it gets closer but one of the greats for sure. I'm glad you mentioned that. Thanks, Elisa. Yeah. Um, so, like we mentioned, it's kind of a dead period for Iowa State news right now. So, we're going to do what one of our favorite things to do on the podcast and highlight some of the badass women in the world of sports. And you just want to ping pong with me a little bit? Ping pong. Let's do it. Okay. I'll start out. Sandra Douglas Morgan is the new team president of the Las Vegas Raiders. What? She's the first black female president in NFL history. I think she's the third black president and the third female president, but the first black female president in NFL history. So her hire comes just a couple of months after the interim president of the Raiders left after being on the job for less than a year, he says he was fired for retaliation for bringing, um, concerns about hostile work environment. So it's not like she's walking into something that's super rainbows and, Yeah. Um, but she said, this is her quote. I thought this was cool. It's no secret that this organization has faced some recent challenges, but I want to be clear. I'm not here to sweep anything under the rug or avoid problems or concerns that need to be addressed. It sounds like she's kind of coming in to, um, whip these people into shape. And I always find the background of these hires to be so fascinating because a lot of times they don't have history in the NFL, which is funny because I tend to think of the NFL as kind of an old boys club. And I'm hoping that's changing a little bit. Um, she's a Las Vegas native. She was most recently the chairwoman of the Nevada gaming control board. And she's also previously served on the gaming commission um, she was a director of external affairs for AT&T. She was a city attorney of North Las Vegas and a litigation attorney for the MGM Mirage. So I don't think she puts up with a lot of crap is basically what I'm saying from her resume. And it's
1: interesting that you, um, mention all of, all of her background because in the last, I guess, since 2019, that the sports betting world, yes. Like, People who have worked in Vegas in the past, they have a little bit of a leg up, like everything is going that direction. So while that's a great point,
0: I hadn't even thought about that.
1: While it does surprise me, you know, that it's somebody outside of the football world, it does not surprise me now that you say that that it is somebody um with that kind of background
0: yeah and she has a little bit of tie to the nfl she was the vice chair of the um super bowl host, host committee for vegas and her husband played in the nfl for a couple of seasons but it's nothing you know it's not like she she has she grew up in the industry or anything like that mm-hmm. and you know it's funny because um i know we talked about this when we were talking about what the playoff committee needs to do for football, how we wish that there were more outsiders on Mm -hmm. the committee. Um, and the the new big 12 commissioner is an outsider, a big outsider. So I'm wondering if this is a trend and I hope it is because sports are a little bit broken right now and might benefit. I think we'll definitely benefit from people who see things a little bit differently and aren't, um, stuck in the group think of, of, um, current sports administrators. So we'll see. Hopefully you don't, you're not going to dig up any of
1: those emails. You know what I mean? (laughs) Those emails, (laughs) I think that everyone knows what I mean. Um, so the WNBA is going to be playing a 40 game season next year instead of the 36 games that they played this year. So that's great. We love to see it more sponsorship money, more WNBA, more women's basketball. Great. Love it.
0: Period. And stop full stop. Boom. That's Boom. it. Okay. Bring, uh, what you're interrupting. Bring me. No, you back. Just... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you see in the second half of the all-star game, they all wore her name and number. Yep. It's pretty, their symbolism is next level. And it is. they've been very outspoken as a league. We've talked about it a little bit. on um, trying to get her back and yeah, well, I don't, I don't have any updates on that necessarily. Um, do you Elisa, I do have one update, actually. Her defense counsel said that she was prescribed um, the particular cartridges that she had in Arizona. Now, obviously, I don't think Russia is going to necessarily honor the right. prescriptions of an Arizona doctor, but it's just more proof that she's not this international right. drug drug dealer that they're claiming her to be right that all of a
1: sudden everybody is supporting Russia like whoa she broke the law like wow didn't know any big Russia guy that's crazy
0: (laughs) big Russia guy (laughs) big
1: Russia guy yeah so
0: bring bring BG home for sure yeah um Condoleezza Rice has joined the ownership of the Denver Broncos I just thought that was pretty cool. Her, She's
1: literally when we were talking about uh, like outsiders, yeah. like her name all oh, just keeps coming up. Yeah. She's going to be around sports forever. And I love it.
0: It was cool. I, so she put out this super blah statement. Like I've, I've joined the ownership um, group of the Denver Broncos. This is exciting. And I'm just like, of course, that would be your understated yeah. statement in the century. Right. But then I read the comments, which is my general never read the comments oh, rule. No, no it was awesome. Oh. People were like, please be the NFL commissioner someday, or we'd yeah. love to see you as the commissioner. This is your first step. And I was just like, what? Yes. There are people out there who are not being a holes and are actually encouraging something that I really hope happens. Never that. happens. Yeah. One, the one time in my life that I've chosen to read the comments and I didn't want to smash my head against the wall, oh but we'll see. I don't, I don't know if she has any interest in something like that, but yeah. Clearly she is continuing to pursue her love of the sport. And if nothing else comes of it, good for her for, um, you know, doing something that she enjoys so much like it,
1: like it you're up sister. Okay. Well, in a recent study by the sports consultancy, they found out that women's sports are more valuable for long-term investment than men's sports, which don't get all, don't get your panties in a wad. Let's think about investments. Investments <laughs> means
0: investments that, 101 with
1: Steph right. and Elisa it Means that you put down um, a certain amount and let's say a dollar. A dollar, say a dollar and it grows by a percentage. Let's say 10%. Right. Let uh, the percentage of growth for women's sports is higher because they have a higher ceiling. Because men's sports are already at such an elite level. So that does not mean that the WNBA is worth more than the NBA. Right. It means that if you invest in women's sports right now, you're going to get a good value. And they are are on an upward trajectory that is steeper than the upward trajectory of men's sports.
0: And if I had, you know, millions of dollars, like around to invest, I would, man, things like college softball and pretty much every collegiate women's sport. That's, you know, mainstream softball, women's basketball, the WNBA. Oh baby. It's uh, yeah. and national women's soccer league. Those numbers yeah. are just asinine. I mean, yeah. they're like hundreds of percent a year of growth. And if you it's happening. It's happening before our eyes. And I think it'll be fun when we, when our grandkids listen to these podcasts to hear us talk about, you know, the, the, the record breaking attendance and the record breaking viewership. Because I feel like every other week when we're doing this, there's a new number that came out that blows yeah. our blows our minds. So well,
1: and it's fun to see like Jennifer Garner and what's that lady that writes books that you and like? Doyle. Glenn-
0: this is one of my stories, actually. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Go tell it. So please. this is my favorite story of the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so Elisa's referring to um Angel City Football Club. They're out in LA and it's owned by lots of famous women. Um, Jennifer Gardner, you mentioned my favorite human on the planet, Glennon Doyle, um, (gasps) next to you, next to you. What about Um, your kids? They don't listen. Um, (laughs) my favorite adult female next to you. I don't know, but I just love her. I love Glennon Doyle. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Shoot. Sorry, mom. Um, anyway, Glennon Doyle, (laughs) Abby Wambach. (laughs) It's just a whole bunch of really big industry women. We're talking yes. actors, we're talking, um, performers and, um, you know, artists and writers, and it's a huge ownership group, mm-hmm. but last week, Glennon and Jennifer pulled the ultimate soccer mom card and they're handing out you guys, this is a professional women's soccer team. After the game, Glennon and Jennifer are going around handing out orange slices from a Tupperware. Like, I love it. Like every mom in the early 2000s, late nineties did. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, and they just walked around and Jennifer's leaning over. Do you want some orange slices? And it's just so, it was so jarring to be like, there's, a you know, like this very well-known international actress, just handing out orange slices to these players, but it was really sweet. And I, um, you know, I think they're both genuinely sweet humans. And so that made it even funnier to watch, but I loved it.
1: Oh, yeah. that's so funny.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So the the orange slices live on. I love it. Um, can we take a quick break before we ping pong back and forth? Sure. Okay. So before we go to the break, we want to give a shout out to our friend Hope Wood, hopewoodjd.com. She has her will in a day program where shockingly, you can get your will done in a day. It's not false advertising. I've done it. It's ridiculously easy. Like I said on the podcast last time, I emailed her a question I had about beneficiary designations. And she got to me, um, a couple hours later and then a couple days ago. So this was like a month ago when she helped me out initially a couple of days ago, she followed up with me and said, Hey, I just want to make sure you got that handled. So she's on top of it. She knows what she's doing. And she's, um, she's just a wonderful human use the promotion fanatic for $50 off your will in a day program. It's hopewoodjd.com. We are brought to you by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. All right, Alisa, you ready to ping pong with me? I'm ready. Ping pong. Is it my turn? It's your turn. So this is a little Iowa state, Iowa oh, state thing
1: here, but the volleyball team got a nice little academic award, um, today, is it the 18th? Yeah, it yeah, was today's today. Well, you guys will be listening on the 19th, but, um, uh, Monday. So today when we're recording, they got the United States Marine Corps, American volleyball coaches association team academic award it's Yeah, it's their third straight year and the sixth time since the award started in 1992 that they have received it. Um, and they've all come under Christy Johnson Lynch's um, coaching umbrella. And um, it says that last academic year, so the 2021-2022 academic year, year, they had a cumulative GPA of 3.43, which is very impressive. Um, and in the spring of 2022, they had 3.39 as a team and three of the cyclones earned 4.0 GPA. Wow. Man, that's so cool. That's
0: not easy to do when you're focusing 100% on school. Right. And then you throw in, oh, I don't know, a D one season on top of it. <laughs> right. Good for them. We always love shouting out our Smarty Pants uh female athletes at Iowa State. I mean the yes. guys do, but especially the women. So yeah. that's great. Um, is it my turn? It is. I mean, after me, you go. <laughs> it's just think, the two of us, right? Well,
1: the third person on the
0: pod today. <laughs> kidding. Okay. This one is thanks to listener, Micah Jankowski, our good friend, Micah. She tagged us in a tweet, which I love it when you guys do that because it's just impossible to see everything on the Twitter sphere. So if you have something interesting that you think we would enjoy tag us, we love it. Um, but she tagged us in a tweet that Buena Vista college, um, or university, I guess BVU is adding women's wrestling as a varsity sport in 2023 and 24 it's the 12th division three school across the Midwest to do it in the third and the American rivers conference, along with Wartburg and Simpson. So it's growing. That's another sport that is growing at a, at an insane rate. Um, and I think it's going to be a sport that we see everywhere, uh, before too long.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: Um, this is very loosely uh sports related, but I saw uh
1: I saw this post about Simone Biles was on a flight in the flight. Oh, I saw this too. Tried to give her a coloring book. And she goes, No, I'm good. I'm 25. Can you imagine I that know. poor flight
0: attendant? No. You give you try to give Simone Biles right. a coloring book.
1: The most decorated gymnast in the history of gymnastics. The world.
0: No i mean world. i get seeing not you know with baseball players there's certain baseball players that i'd see on the street i wouldn't have any idea okay yeah. but this is simone biles yeah on top of just like that she's ripped i mean i don't know i don't know how you just don't know where yeah. where are you flight attendant? Yeah. where do you live what do you watch i know <sighs> okay, I have an Iowa tie. The oh, state of Iowa. Well, okay. Urbandale native, Carissa Schweizer, knocked 29 seconds off of her personal best in the 10,000 meter over the weekend at the World Athletics Championships to move from number four to number three on the US all time list, passing her coach, Shaylaine uh, Flanagan, which we've talked about her before. So she's now number nine in the world. So that's uh, our girl, Carissa, keeping on, keeping on in her career those long distance and track and field athletes, man, just don't Insanity. understand. Can I keep going with track and field? Cause I yeah, have one more. Okay. Go for it. Um, over the weekend in that same meet Allison Felix, which is a name that's very familiar to us on this podcast. She won her 19th medal in her final international race, which was the mixed four by 400 relay in which the United States team won the bronze medal. Um, she's one of those athletes that has been around, forever or what feels like forever, kind of like, um, you know, like the Sioux birds of the world, where you just feel like they're going to continue playing or running forever. She first came onto the scene as an 18 year old in 2004 at the Athens Olympics and won the silver medal in the 200 meter. And she now ends her career with 29 Olympic or world outdoor championship medals, including 20 golds. And I was just going through, I was reading about her career and there were a couple of highlights, and I'm sure you remember these, but in 2019 at the USA Track and Field Outdoor Championship, she kind of had her comeback. And I'm using air quotes because it was after she had a baby. And yeah. everyone said, once she has a baby, her career is over. Well, not only was her career not over, but less than eight months after having emergency C-section surgery, she comes back to the outdoor championships. And then the next year for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, she wins bronze in the 400 meter at 35 years old and became the oldest U S woman to win an Olympic track and field medal. Wow. And, yeah. And I just... Kind of the same with Carissa, those those runners, those athletes have been around for a long time and they just continue to push and they continue to train and they continue to shock us in amazing ways and track and field. I tell you, it's one of the most inspiring sports, I think, because it's, they just, you know, they, they outlast and they endure and they're always fighting against themselves. So it's, I think, um, her career will go down as, as one of the greats for sure. Um, similarly, I, I, uh, hit a double the other day. So you could maybe
1: say that I'm back after baby too. A
0: mere, you just need, a mere 26
1: months out, after I'm back Yeah, with, just your, 20,
0: with your box score of your slow pitch softball game. Yeah.
1: Just 26 months after having a baby, she's back baby. Oh, she's back.
0: Yeah. That's very similar. It could have been Felix.
1: a, it could have been a triple if I could, have. Uh, Unhook the caboose.
0: Unhitch the plow, fleur. Yeah. That's what everyone used to yeah. say to me. So, Slow-foy. yeah. Feel...
1: Slowphony. Slowphony. Mm-hmm. Slowphony. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: you were slow. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's it. Thanks. Well, mm-hmm. I was the weakest link because my last name was Link. <sighs> link. So. We share in that <laughs> sadness. <laughs> I have another fun story if you're out of ping pongs. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Um, did you happen to watch the British Open over the weekend? I did not. I did not. Aussie. Did you have your cup of tea? That's so my. Wait, wait, wait. Let wait, me do ahead. my. This is my best. Oh, gosh. Um, Everybody hold on. My best British accent. aussie it's funny that you say Aussie, it's, because it's, I know you're Sharon talking about, Oz- yeah, no, I get it. Okay. But an Aussie actually not, <laughs> not Aussie Osborne, but an Aussie as an A-U-S-S-I-E. We didn't even yes. plan that you guys. That was just wow. the perfect transition. Damn and people. Aussie won the British Open. He had a mullet and the most yes. horrible mustache I've ever yes. seen. Cam Smith, yes. he wins the whole damn thing. So it's just, I was like, wow, this guy who looks like Joe Dirt wins right. the British Open. Right. <laughs> Wait,
1: this all this goes back to also wasn't there the a, a Buena Vista quarterback had a
0: oh yeah mullet yeah he did and it was bleached blonde yeah really terrible looking but so bad it was good kind why of why is that a yeah. look right now I don't know I was just talking to a coworker about this it's a look it's so a how look. how old is he Cam Smith yeah I don't know probably let's look. please
1: say he's like thirty seven and it's not ironic it's just <laughs> real he's twenty eight. He's Okay, Well, it's ironic, which
0: makes it worse, but it's, it's not good. It's no. not good. Um, okay. So I was going to just plan to talk about that, but then I read this amazing story on golf.com about the British open. I'm serious. This is one of my favorite sports stories that I've read in the whole year. Aussie. Okay. So Aussie. Kind of uh, so it's a group of guys practice. who met in college 20 years ago. They still do a dude trip together every year. And this year they want, they decide they want to go to the British open. Spoiler alert. It's ridiculously expensive to get there. Oh yeah. So one of the guys in this guy's group is a huge golden state warriors fan. And he's convinced before the season starts that they're going to win oh. the NBA title. Okay. He Stop has an idea it. to throw a quote shitload <laughs> of oh my money. Gosh on them before the season, these guys live in Minnesota where sports betting at the time was illegal. So they take a trip over the border to good old diamond Joe's in Iowa. No way. And they put a bunch of money on the warriors. Um, they, at the time they put the, their first, you know, chunk on, it was 10 to one odds. And then after the season, they got six to one odds and all in all they put in five or six grand. We know what happened. The Golden State Warriors win um, the NBA, NBA title this year and end up winning these guys 30 grand. Oh my God. Yes. So they're able to go to the British Open. And not only do they go, but they put down $18,000 on an Airbnb on the 18th green.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So they're just standing out on the their their property, their Airbnb watching the British Open. And I just think it's such a cool story because you can just imagine these dudes and they all wore a golden state warrior jerseys. I think on Saturday,
1: I thought you were going to say they put down 18 grand on cam Smith to win it. Well,
0: (laughs) funny story. They then bet on Rory and cam Smith to win. And they were going to use the money to fund their trip to an Ole miss game this year. And obviously Rory kind of choked, but cam Smith won. But most of their money, I think, was on Rory. And oh. the story, I think, was written before the tournament ended. So I don't know how much they ended up winning. <sighs> Dang. But they, I mean, Cam Smith couldn't have been like a... Right, it was. It wasn't a bad bet, but I don't think it was the, you know, the the most obvious choice yeah. either. So, I'm oh guessing they came away with some decent cash, but we'll see if they if we see them in an Ole Miss game. Oh this year. my I just gosh. thought it was such a fun story. That
1: is a fun story. Yeah.
0: Okay, last. Um, this isn't this isn't today ping pong back to you, but I have a question. I know you hate movies. Yes. But have you seen Hustle with the Adam Sandler movie? No. It's a basketball movie. Okay. Okay. I'm then not you don't have to, to say you don't have to say anything. Okay. Arnold, I, I think Arnold's seen it. I don't know. Okay. Then you need to run this by Arnold after because we both know he won't listen to us talk. <laughs> 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 All right. So well, I watched ben post- listen. Yeah. Well, oh. allegedly. But this allegedly. will be a good okay. test. Okay. <laughs> this will be a good test. Ben, Fine. if
1: you're if you're listening, <laughs> shout pineapple wherever you're at. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. So we
0: watched Hustle, great movie, loved it. Um just a feel good basketball movie. So immediately after that on TV is Happy Gilmore, which I thought was funny. These cuz you have mo- you have current day Adam Sandler then with baby yeah. Adam Sandler, but Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a second. There are some weird parallels between Hustle and Happy Gilmore. Lisa, I couldn't sleep because I started thinking about how much these two movies are alike. (laughs) And let me, I'm not going to give any spoilers to anyone who wants to see Hustle so you can listen, but this might ruin the movie for you because the parallels are so strong. Okay, Adam Sandler as Stanley in Hustle is the chubs of Happy Gilmore. Okay, they both have these Put amazing careers that are, they're just on the cusp of reaching. And then they have hand injuries mm-hmm. and they can't go anymore.
1: Interesting.
0: Happy Gilmore is the, the basketball player that Adam Sandler's character is grooming and helping in, um, in, in the, in the hustle movie. So mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is grooming this Happy Gilmore esque character in Hustle. He's a kid with a hot head, just like Cappy Gilmore was, and their hot head almost stops them from reaching their potential as athletes in both movies. And in both movies, the athlete in question is playing for a family member that's near and dear to their hearts. I'm telling you, it's the same movie. It's the same movie. It's just repackaged from this stupid amateur movie that we all love to this grown-up mature version that we all like pulls at our heartstrings. Oh my God. It's the same movie. The you're
1: same- onto something here. You I got to tweet own. about this.
0: I did. And, oh. people, and our did friend people Teddy Holly it? was like, I don't, I don't track that. Well, Teddy, you're wrong. It's a perfect parallel. And Listen. I just uncovered the next thing we know, we're gonna see like a Billy Madison in, I don't know, what other sports is Adam Sandler like? I don't know.
1: Little known fact. Um, Teddy's cousin, Terry was a good friend of mine in high school. (laughs) She was my best friend.
0: Thanks for that.
1: Yep. When I saw him, I was like, (laughs) he looks so familiar. And then I found out his last name and I was like, this gotta be Terry's cousin.
0: Well, Terry and Teddy, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That's all I got. I just had to get that off my chest because it was really bothering me. Well, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to watch Hustle me. again because I'm I, the whole time I'm going to be like, what other parallels yeah. are? Yeah, lucky he essentially I'm also recycled the movie, again, he recycled it. I love it, though. and I'm not mad about it because yeah. I love both movies, but it's they're the same, okay. they're exactly the same.
1: This is fascinating. I'm gonna ask Arnold about this, yes,
0: please do. And if okay. he needs any more, if he needs specific examples, just okay. tell him to text me.
1: Okay, if you guys want to do, do just like a therapy <laughs> session later, then that'd be great. You so have both my number. of you.
0: All right. I'm out of stuff to say. How about you? Um, I mean, I could. (laughs) (laughs) That was a bad question. Am I
1: I out of things to say? Well, no, but do do I need to just shut up for the sake of this podcast being succinct? Yes. (laughs)
0: That was a better question. You understood what I meant. I did. All right. Well, that's all we got tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. As always, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. But until then, go Cyclones. Go State.